Welcome everybody to episode 13 of the Pokey Guardian podcast. I'm Taj from Pokey Taj YouTube channel. I'm joined today by uh, Zachariah. Hello everyone. Hello. And we've got a special guest today, DJ Gigabyte. Welcome DJ Gigabyte. Hey, thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining us. So today we're going to be talking uh, about quite a few things. Obviously, EV Heroes launch. That's a big thing on our minds at the moment. But let's do our usual start to our podcast. And we're going to talk about our card pickups. So, Zachariah, any cards you've picked up, purchased, open recently that you're keen to share with our uh, listeners and viewers now? Yes, um, I picked up a um, Japanese Aquapolis Umbreon, uh, Hollow which is um, very uh, hard to get right now in mint condition for a decent price. Um, it was, I think, 3,000 yen, I think, last no, two years ago. And I, um, you know, I, I skipped it every time. Uh, now I pull the trigger. Uh, it's really enough. I got it uh, for cheaper in Europe than I got it in Japan. So that's also very uh, fun uh, to know. Um, yeah, also pulled uh, no, um, bought the VMAX promo of Espion that launched uh, today. So um, yes, I, I am. Uh, we will talk about that promo yeah. in uh, just a few minutes. But um, yeah, this, these were my main uh, highlights of uh, this month. Excellent. How about yourself, DJ Gigabyte? Yeah, so I actually picked up a card a couple of weeks ago now. Um, kind of fits in with the theme of the episode. It is an evolution. Uh, I'll hold it up to the camera so those who are watching on video can see it. So this is the European exclusive staff Vaporeon. Vaporeon, obviously, being my favorite Pokemon. This is the rarest English Vaporeon. Um, most of the ones you see, the logo is going to be uh, purple because that was the US release. But the orange logo is... Europe only, and it being a staff promo, it was really hard to get a hold of. It's been years since I even saw one sell, and I didn't get that last time. So as soon as one came up, I was like, okay, we need to get that. that that's a fantastic card to have, especially considering its rarity as well. So yeah, awesome. Right, let me show you what I got, if I can reach it. Um, <laughs> uh, this is probably the most recent one I got. Uh, Gold Tapu Lele from Hidden Fates. I got all the gold ones in Japanese um, quite a while ago. And then because of all the reprints of Hidden Fates, there's a lot of stuff going up on eBay. And I spotted this one and I put a few bids in and I was lucky enough to win it at a price I was comfortable with. Have got a bit of a Tapu Lele collection going. I do like the Island Guardians. Being someone who started collecting in Gen 7, it is sort of, um, I've got a, more of an association with it than um, any any other Pokemon. So yeah, I love this card. So managed to pick that up at a good price. And I think it's a, it's a pretty good card for the future as well, to be fair. I love these. Um, I think the Tapu, the Lele's, um, Tapu, the Tapus, sorry, the Island Guardians look really good as yeah, a set. Tapus. <laughs> the Tapus, yes. yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was my card pickup. So nothing, nothing crazy this month as I usually do, but yeah. Awesome. Right. We've talked about our card pickups, so we've done our intros. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to um, our news topic and discussion. So the first thing we're going to talk about is Eevee Heroes 
and all the SR, HR, UR cards. Now, Zachariah, you worked extremely hard on Wednesday morning and it took longer than it usually did to find all these cards, didn't it? It was a bit of a yes. uh, task for yourself to get all these up. But um, looking at the cards, I think there weren't too many surprises as far as, well, we got the traditional five band full arts, <laughs> which we which we seem to get every set. Something that I think a lot of us thought now with Sword and Shield, really they should have dropped, but we still got those. We still got the Rainbow yes. Rares. Again, something that we're not really too keen on as collectors, I think. And I think we could have, again, dumped those this generation, but we got those as well. And a couple of interesting um, gold cards, uh, to say the least. But... The big focus is obviously on these beautiful special art Vs and Vmaxes. Now we were expecting um, quite a few of these, obviously, and we 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 were spoiled, really. I think we got fifteen in total. Um, it's not not yes. fifteen. Was it fifteen? Thirteen. Thirteen in total. Yeah. So of the eight evolutions, special art, you mean? Yes. yes. Yeah, special arts. We got thirteen. So of the eight evolutions, um, five of them got both a V and a V Max uh, special art. It's just the Kanto evolutions that didn't. Um, their V Maxes are found in the SP V Max special set. SP four is the set name for that. Um, so those aren't included in the set. So we, we're not getting the special arts for them in this set, which is why we don't see them. But guys, your first opinion, Zachariah, what did you think of these um, special arts? Um, yeah, uh, it's what everyone was uh, highly anticipating for. Yep. Um, I think they have uh, done an excellent job. Yeah, what do I do? I think the, the images speak for themselves. <laughs> they are just so amazing. My personal favorites is um, the Umbreon VMAX because uh, from what I've uh, seen from the images, the, the roof is textured, the sky uh, is full of glitter. You know, uh, it has illustrated stars in the sky. The, the full moon also has texture. I think it looks so amazing. Um, yeah, and also... I think all the VMAX special arts are absolutely stunning. Uh, I wish I could afford them right now. <laughs> but uh, no, I just... Umbreon was 70,000 yen uh, at the launch uh, yesterday. I think that's a little bit uh, too um, too uh, too much for my uh, taste. But uh, it already has come down significantly. I think it's uh, 70... No, 70... No, 57,000 yen yep. on uh, Japanese marketplaces. I think that's a lot, uh, for me already a lot of money uh, dropped. Also, um, yes, Yogo no Suke with uh, Leafion uh, V Max, and uh, also yeah, Sao Sao Espion V. Yep. I think that one is um, uh, funnily enough. In March, I was um, for saying you know uh, he did uh, Sao Sao did Pokemon Home uh, artwork before. That's correct. I think yeah. one, uh, one year ago. Yeah. Yes, and I was just joking around, hey, maybe a Sao because Sao never did a special before. Maybe it's time for Sao to, to make a uh, evolution special art. And he did. So, uh, and it looks stunning. It looks absolutely stunning. Yeah. I am going to get, uh, get that card no matter what. And yeah, it, it already came down in price uh, as well. 
uh, from 12,000 yen to 8,000. I think that's almost double uh, uh, dropped in price within yeah. one day. Yeah, I, maybe it'll drop, but we'll discuss the price later. Yes, yes, we'll come on to prices. <laughs> um, absolutely. Yeah, and if, I think Flareon also uh, is uh, among my uh, top three uh, regular special arts. And for the rest, yes, I think uh, Gordy, um, yeah, nobody wants to uh, get Gordy, especially in Hyper Air. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And, and I think that's why Dream League, for example, uh, compared to the set, is still superior uh, as a set, as a whole, as a set, you know, compared to EV Heroes, because there is no 3D involved. There's only the, the item, the gold item cards, and the rest is just yeah. pure artworks, like a celebration of artwork. And EV Heroes, I think, indeed, um, yeah, they, they should have made um, hand-drawn artwork instead of the 3D CG artwork. But then again, you know, it's a business. Hey, you if you pull that uh, regular uh, Glacion, yeah, you want to pull for a special art. That's just how it goes with uh, packs. And that's my advice. Always buy singles, especially with the set. It's not worth paying double MSRP for one booster box. Um, but coming back to the arts, it, I think the special arts are to die for. I think uh, Gori, indeed, nobody wants it. And I think it will be very cheap. Even Aroma Lady, I think not many want that card as well. Um, Italian, uh, uh, shiny Italian in a gold card. I think it looks amazing. I personally, uh, personally wished for Eevee, but you no, know, it's not a playable card. You know, all the all these gold cards are, I think, so far, um, like I mentioned before, um, besides a couple that are not pre-release promos, all have been pre-release promos for. Yep except for one or two. Um, but yeah, this will be a very nice set in upcoming uh, years. And we will see uh, what will happen with um, the Jolteon Flareon and um, Vaporeon VMAX. Maybe uh, in the high class pack, they will get uh, special art. We will see. Yeah, it's happened in VMAX the past. Climax is yeah. also a trade. Yes. VMAX Climax is also trademarked. So uh, we will see what will happen in the future. And uh, now to uh, DJ Gigabyte. Well, what, what is it say? It's so good. All of this artwork is so amazing. When they've been doing full arts in the past, I have always really liked the full art trainers and supporters because they have background to the artwork. Yep. All of the Pokemon that we've seen in full art, it's the Pokemon... And then it's some generic colors in the background. Whereas the supporters, you know, they've had, they've been in rooms, they've had actual images. With the special arts, we're now getting these full art Pokemon cards where the Pokemon is somewhere. They're in a location, they have a background. They just look so good. It's almost like I've, I hate Rainbow Rares as well. Rainbow Rares can go. <laughs> but now I'm been full arts. Like we just do these special arts. These special arts, they're so different and they're so unique. They're things where I think we really wouldn't get sick of them if they just kept doing those because each one is so different, whereas yep. it's not just the same repetitive thing over and over again. My favorite, obviously, is the Vaporeon, but I'm biased with it being my favorite Pokemon. I do I do have them all up just to, to my left here. The uh, the Glaceon, I think, is incredible. Um, yes. It's it's very subtle the, the way the Glaceon is in the artwork. I think that's that is really good. Um, like you said, the, both of the Umbreons, um, they're 
they're amazing too. I really like the Umbreons. There's, there's just not a bad special art amongst yeah. them. All of them are amazing. Um, I agree with what you said about the full art supporters. <laughs> Whatever. Um, especially the Rainbow Res. I did just release an article a couple of days ago about hating rainbows, and rainbow supporters are the worst. Hey, I hate those so much. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> gold cards, I love the stadium. The stadium looks really good. I've always liked the gold stadiums. I, yep. Like I said, I just like something where they're putting more artwork into the space, and the gold stadiums have always done that too. So the gold stadiums, yeah, it's just such a really cool-looking set. Um, I don't have any of it yet. I'm probably not getting any soon, but at some point in the future, I'm definitely going to be picking some of these up and hopefully getting graded Vaporeons and everything from my Vaporeon collection. It's it's such a cool set. I think they've they've really knocked it out of the park here. Yeah, absolutely. And and I've got to echo what you guys have been saying. You know, artwork, I would be super chuffed to pull any of those special arts, to be fair. I don't think there's a bad one amongst them. Um, my personal favourites, as you guys are going to guess, So-So. I'm a big So-So fan, so that um, Espeon when I saw that, that was the first thing I saw. I woke up like half five in the morning, turned my phone on, went straight to Poke Guardian. I was like, right, let's have a look at the the, the leaks. And I was like, because you put that as the first thing on the splash page, didn't you? Um, I think that was targeted at me. You know, Tad, get in here, have a look at this. So I was like, oh my God. I went, I brushed my teeth. I literally got to my computer and I started streaming on Twitch. My immediate reactions as I went on Poke Guardian and started looking at these cards. And as I was talking through them, each of the special arts is telling you a story. You know, you can look at it and interpret it the way you want to interpret it. You know, like Leafeon is pl being playful. You can see it's autumn. The leaves are falling. The trees in the background are dropping their leaves. And it's playfully sort of sitting there in the in the amongst the leaves. Flareon, you know, that was one of the later ones that came out. But you can see with a flame in its mouth, the direction of the flame going towards the fire as it's stoking the fire with its flame in that nice, cosy environment. Vaporeon is, uh, this card is stunning. I, I definitely want to get hold of this Vaporeon. You know, it's a bird's eye view. Yes. It playing with that leaf from that sort of pink weeping willow that's fallen down into the water. And it's just playfully play, playing with it, paw, and you can see the moon reflecting in the water. The detail there is just stunning, you know, on all of these cards. And you guys have talked about the Glaceon. We've got Jolteon that you can compare to Miles Morales or, or Sonic the Hedgehog there, you know, um, which a lot of people have been making the comparisons <laughs> to. But you can see it's also the, drawn in a fisheye lens type of way because the building slightly curved, yeah. the background cityscape is curved, you know. It's to give you that effect, you know. Um, we've talked about, you know, the Espeon and it, it using its psychic ability, cheekily sitting in its master's chair by the looks of it, reading through the books, causing a mess. There's just so much in here. Sylveon running its own bakery or the, the token of the the uh, mascot of this bakery, because you can even see the chalkboard behind the text there with Sylveon drawn on the chalkboard. It's, you know, there's so much detail. There's even a Flareon um, standing in that Umbreon um, V special art just behind the text and if you notice they're all Ichigeki Pokemon in front of Umbreon so it's almost like Umbreon's commanding these Ichigeki Pokemon saying yeah we're mm. going to go and raid Sylveon's bakery and get some good treats yeah. for ourselves do you know what I mean <laughs> but it's uh, it's uh, all of these artworks are stunning in my own in my opinion you know Glaceon, VMAX, Kirasaki probably um 
that one looks great, but probably my least favorite all of all of them, even though I'm a big Kurosaki fan. Um, but I, I would be happily pull any of these from my products that I'm getting. And Turfield Stadium, a lot of people, you know, like, oh, why stadiums in here? I, and I turn around and say, well, if that was in any other set, you'd be happy to see that. And I hope this is a sign they're going to bring, I hope they bring each and every stadium from the Sword and Shield games yeah. in this um, era of sets now that we're getting because I'd be really, really upset if I was to start getting all the stadiums and then they stopped halfway through because I've got a themed pages of full art supporters and I've sorted them out in pages from how you meet them in the game, you know? So I think there's a lot here. This set's got brought a lot to it. They should have dropped the five band full arts. They should have dropped the rainbow rares, giving you a better chance of finding something that you want. 32 um, super rare or higher, you know, that is a lot. Um, you're going to, and looking at it, half of those, you'll be disappointed to pull, you know? So if you're, it's hard enough to get a booster box as it is. If you're opening a booster box, some people are going to be paying double, triple MSRP and you end up getting a gaudy rainbow rare. And you know, I think there's going to be some damage done to your property because of the rage you're going to have. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, I've got some product coming. I've got two of the VMAX special sets arriving on Tuesday. So I'll be doing a YouTube video straight away, opening both of those fingers crossed. We pull something good. Um, we're obviously going to get two of the VMAX um, full arts promos, uh, but we'll see what else we get from the boxes. The hits have been pretty decent from what I've seen. And obviously this Espeon VMAX promo from the um, is very sought after as well. So yeah, great, great set. Um, I think some stunning artwork. Caught a lot of us by surprise exactly how many special arts we got, but I think we were expecting quite a few in this set. Um, so yeah, very nice indeed. So that is um, Eevee Heroes, SRHR and UR cards. Um, let's have a look at the launch prices now. This was quite interesting. So we were looking at Card Rush. Um, and again, I, I immediately had a look at Card Rush when the set went up on midnight uh, in Japan. And I was discussing this yesterday as well. And you look at the prices. Now, they've come down a little bit now, but... Um, the one let's let me try and sort this out via price if i can um because i think that's the best indicator isn't it to see what's selling best and what's not um a lot of the stuff was let's have a look it's in japanese so i'm gonna have to figure out the button for this to bring it up but let's talk about umbreon vmax you know um special art that's the most expensive yeah. card at the moment um currently sitting at fifty seven thousand eight hundred yen you know, if we will just do a rough price conversion, that's about 578 US dollars, roughly almost 600 US dollars. When you do the conversion yeah. to the UK, I would say by the time you add the VAT custom, you know, customs fees and the cost of importing it, you're going to be looking at about 550 pounds anyway. You know, so again, it's a 500 pound plus card, almost 600 US dollars um, for a set that's just come out and a main set card, that's un unheard of as far as I'm concerned. I've not seen a card at launch that price, not even a Charizard, you know, at launch have I seen at that price. Charizard VMAX, I don't think hit that price at launch. You know, maybe in the English version it was that the certain influencer was hyping up stuff, you know, so it 
when Shining Fates first came out, I think, I don't know how much yeah. it hit the Charizard VMAX in English, but definitely not the I Japanese. I think even then it know. only hit about, I think it was only about 300. Yeah. So, you know, this is this is insane. But we all know how popular um, Umbreon is in Japan. So for those of, those people not um, familiar with how popular Eevee and the Eeveelutions are in Japan, you know, like, like in the West, how everyone loves Charizard or Charizard gets the hype. Eevee and the Eeveelutions get that kind of hype in Japan, um, especially Umbreon and Espeon. They are super popular characters and um, they always have been. And I think obviously that the local demand is driving that. But again, Umbreon and Espeon are also very popular um, outside of Japan as well. So you've got the double hype there, which is driving those prices up, I think, Um for sure. Uh, the second highest price we've got is obviously the Sylveon VMAX uh, special art. But that is just, again, it is reminiscent of, I think for me, the um, Urshifer, Rapid Strike Urshifer VMAX, because you've got all the Pokemon in the background. You can see the scale of the Pokemon as it's VMAXed. And it's got a lot going on. You've got Marshadow having fun sliding down one of the ribbons there. You've got uh, an Eevee. Vaporeon's just staring at Marshadow, saying, what the hell are you doing? You know, and there's an Eevee sitting underneath a, a parasol on a coffee table outside a, a cafe by the looks of it. And then you've got the third-person view of the Eevee at the front of the image as well. You know, really, there's so much attention to detail gone into all of these artworks. Um, if you zoom in and start looking at them, you can sit there for 10, 15 minutes, and you'll spot something new every time you look at them. Um, so great, but I mean, Zachariah, your opinion on these prices? What do you think? I mean, we've looked at prices. I know me and you look at prices day one and a week later quite often in Japan. What what kind of trend have you seen with this in comparison to normal? Well, um, a lot of people uh, did not could not get any product, so they want uh, these cards. Uh, somehow, I think the, these are, I think 20,000 20, yen is the maximum. Uh, I think it's a sweet spot for these VMAX cards. Yeah. But then again, that was for Calyrex, for example, uh, special arts. But you are talking Umbreon. Everyone loves Umbreon. Not, not everyone, but it's a very popular Pokemon among the evolutions is the most popular uh, evolution. Uh, Sylveon is also up there, and Espeon, top three, uh, maybe. Uh, yes, I think um, I've never seen this for a Japanese set, um, for a regular set, you know, not not high class or uh, you know tournament promo for a regular set. This is for me. I think this price. Uh, I think two years ago. Would never would never happen. Um, I think it would be a maximum ten thousand yen two years ago. It feels now as, as if it's been um, uh, accelerated by two three years. You know, this made this price could maybe happen in three years two years ago. Um, if you if you're gonna understand what I mean, yeah. Um, and I think for the, the the regular the the regular V special arts, I think the price is still technically very affordable but vmax cards i don't know how rare these vmax cards are if these are one per case you know i i get it why is the, these are so expensive um the the issue is 
there, there, nobody wants to sell their cards to card shops. Uh, stores like Cardwish, they are gigantic in Japan. They have a lot of stock. And they have seven in stock of these uh, Umbreon VMAXs, you know. Um, yeah, and a lot of uh, card shops I've seen uh, don't uh, offer any singles. Uh, they don't, uh, some card shops don't want to buy any singles as well. Because I know um, they, they can't, uh, you know, they, they pay a quite a lot of money. And if they need to flip it, they have to uh, ask a lot of money. And I think a lot of people just rather buy a, a booster box for, you know, uh, that kind of prices and gamble, hey, for VMAX themselves for 10,000 yen a box, you know. And yeah, um, yeah again, I, I've never seen this kind of uh, price before. It's 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 the it's demand. It's a lack of supply. You know, you couldn't get any product. Uh, you know, f- uh, online at pre-order. If if you were lucky, uh, you you know, a lot of lotteries, a lot of convenience stores that are you know, <laughs> almost plundered. You know, th- there's nothing left anymore. So, we just hope there will be more stock coming. I mean, they, it will, you know, it's a regular set. It's not a high class set that's, uh, that has a short run uh, print supply. It, it, they have apologized uh, sincerely, you know, Pokemon company for the lack of uh, supply. And uh, yeah, it, I, 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 there will be more stock. And this is not the, the prices that will, uh, you know, uh, be uh, stable. No, next week we'll see, you know, when the market the price is stable, we will see what, what happens, but my guess is I think uh, Embryon, it, it won't be uh, lower than 30,000 yen. I think the price has so much set, you know, if Sylveon is uh, almost double less than Embryon, for example, if Sylveon VMAX will be 15,000 yen, I think Embryon will be 30,000 uh, 30, yen, something like that. Yeah. And um, yeah, that was my take on it. I'm uh, curious what uh, DJ Gigabyte has to say. Yeah, I definitely agree that I think that it's the prices will go down in the short term um, once they actually start getting more supply out and get future print runs of the set. Um, but overall, I think that these are going to be very high priced long term. You know, one, once those few other print runs are out, these will start to climb back up. And yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if in a couple of years' time, the Umbreon is higher than it is now. Because I think these are always going to be just super popular cards, but one thing that I think is really interesting is obviously we talked about you just talked about like the Charizard and stuff gets hyped in sets, but if you look at something like Champions Path, that was Charizard or bust. You got like I, when I was opening yep. Champions Path, I think I opened five Rainbow Rare um, God of Wars, and that was the third most expensive card in the set and was dead. If you actually look at this currently on the prices, there are six different cards you can pull which are over a hundred, a hundred dollars, yep. and a total of fifteen different cards that are over fifty dollars. So yep. it's actually showing that it's not just a set where you know one card is hyped; it's a set where there is a lot of value across a lot yes. of the stuff that you're opening, which is really where you want a set to be. Obviously, if we scroll further down the page, we we do have that rainbow what's his name at 680 yen but um most almost all of the the hypers and the secrets are very very valuable pulls which is it's really good because it means there's a lot less disappointment 
obviously, let's say, you're going to get disappointed with some of them, but there's quite a lot of them where you're still going to be happy in monetary value that you think you've hit something decent, um, assuming when we're back to being able to get these boxes at retail price, which is what they're hoping for. Um, but yeah, I say I, th- I think it will go down short term, especially when they get these out. But I think this is a very good long term set. I think this is a set where if you want it, you should be trying to pick it up once these future print runs come out. This isn't a set where you should wait and say, "Oh, maybe in a year's time I'll pick it up because they're going to be gone." Like this yeah. is definitely a set where f- figure out which ones you want, set your priorities, and you should be trying to get these. Uh, within probably the next couple of months if you're trying to get them, I think. Absolutely. 100%. And, you know, like my, my take on this set is that it's, you know, first of all, it's been hyped to oblivion from the minute the sell sheet was announced back in January, February. So a huge international interest, more than yes. I've ever seen for any Japanese set. I've got people hit, I was had people hitting up my DMs for the last four or five months who'd never bought a Japanese box or a Japanese set in their lives saying, how do I get hold of this EV Heroes? Can you get hold of it for me? Um, they, they just went crazy for it, just from the name of the set. Now, we all know these cards are going to end up eventually in English. I think when they do, or when it's announced, you know, um, we're going to talk about a set name later on, which might hint towards it. Um, but the usual pattern in Japan is you have one, you have uh, two main, you have two sets and an expansion that go into one English set. And it's usually the last three sets that have come out in Japan. So, yeah, this is going to be the first of those three sets, potentially, that goes into the one after Chilling Rain. We'll talk about that set later on. But, um, yeah, the prices, I think they will stabilise. It's purely supply and demand. Now, what a lot of people need to consider is this is unprecedented, what's happening in Japan with this set. Usually when a set launches, you can walk into a Pokemon Centre or queue up outside a Pokemon Centre and go in and buy the booster boxes, because of a lot of prefectures being in a state of national emergency, a state of emergency, sorry, because of COVID, Pokemon decided to pull this from every Pokemon center just to make it fair for everyone and do online only. We all know what happened with the first run of print run of this online. The bots just crashed the servers. Um, They then did a lottery, but the lottery is obviously for wave two because when you look at those, um, when they're getting delivered, those products from the lottery are getting delivered June, July. So that indicates to me that that's the Wave 2 print. Now, usually the Wave 2 print, they would always bring that back in stock into the Pokemon centers and the Pokemon card gyms because you'd see regularly as stock's running dry, they do get a refresh. Um, So that's probably the stock that's destined to go in stores, which has been sold. So now the next wave is probably going to hit mid-July, late August. So Wave 3. It'll be interesting to see if we've got an English announcement, if we've seen cards in English, and what that does to the market conditions in Japan as far as the set's concerned. Because I think once it's more readily available, we will see prices start to settle for a little while. And But as you guys say, you know, Dream League was the set of the Sun and Moon era in Japan. And a lot of people slept on that for a long time. And then the FOMO kicked in a few months ago when they realized it's out of print and everyone's desperately trying to get hold of Dream League booster boxes now. Um, I think Eevee Heroes is the, the set of the Sword and Shield era that when people look back, when it starts going out of print in two years' time and it's dropping out of standard rotation, they're going to be like, oh, I wish I'd bought booster boxes. So yeah, as you guys have mentioned already, don't yeah. sleep on this set. When reprints are out and you can buy it at MSRP 
don't hesitate. You know, grab a few boxes, even if you put them in storage for now and you want to open them later on, at least you'll have them to hand and you're not going to be paying through the roof for them because I think it is going to be one of the, uh, a vintage set, let's say, you know, as a wine connoisseurs would say, it's a vintage. Um, and I think it will mature nicely with age. So yeah, definitely great set. And yeah, prices truly reflecting that. Okay, so we talked about that. Uh, yeah. Pokemon Center online lottery results. So, Zachary, do you want to talk about this? Me and you experienced this firsthand, didn't we? Receiving emails. <laughs> yes, and not, and not only one, but two. Yeah, two. I got another one today <laughs> I, as well. Uh, yeah, it got me excited a little yes. bit and then disappointed. <laughs> yeah, um, as you would, uh, said before, indeed, um, the first wave, uh, you know, first come, first serve. Uh, happened and they have uh, apologized for that it also uh, you know uh, Japanese media sites um, they covered that so it got the national attention so that's not a, a bad uh, you know good look for the Pokemon company as a whole and they know that and when they apologize they really you know for Japan customer service is number one yeah you know it's key for them in that culture and um, you know I think this is this should have been uh, in the first place the lottery system. Um, I personally think they should have cancelled all the orders for um, the first wave. You know, the first come first serve uh, wave, and then uh, say say sorry, this is not uh, supposed to happen, or this is not the, the the best way. We will give everyone, literally everyone, a fair chance because there was you know bots in the system. I think. They should have just mentioned that, maybe you know, uh, fraud, you know, fraudulent purchases uh, that you know, um, not that's not uh, following the, the terms of uh, no terms of service. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think that was that should have been the way to go. But again, I have never seen this before. This in like I said, this unprecedented uh, that that this is happening in the first place. I was already expecting this kind of, you know, the sheer hype in February alone. Indeed, as you said, it it mentioned already EV Heroes. A lot of people expected what you could expect from this set, already telling by set name. And um, yeah, all evolutions. Indeed, this set is a feature classic. You know, it's already going to be indeed in the lookbooks. Hey, this is uh, that kind of set. All EVs included, you know, in, in Sun and Moon, for example, we got, uh, you know, Flareon, Jolteon, and, and, um, and Viporion, but we only got them in decks. No full arts, no no special arts for that matter. Nothing, you know, and no I think that really uh, was annoying because you no, shi no yeah. shinies indeed. So, you know, you are left with a gap in your binder. It's just sitting there. Yet there's no, uh, no higher rarity. I think they should have been uh, included in Tech All Stars uh, because there was room for that, you know. Uh, this set, all EVs, uh, all evolutions, I mean, have a special art, you know, not everyone in VMAX, but you know what I mean. There's everything uh, for every evolution fan. Something is in there for you. And uh, indeed, like, again, this is a future classic. It's already going to be that kind of set, indeed. It will be so, you know. I wish I'd have uh, jumped on it 
and a lot of people are already uh, anticipating that already. You know, the FOMO, fear of missing out, is already uh, kicking in. A lot of people <laughs> even, yeah, I'm quitting this hobby because they, they can't get some singles, you know, they want. You know, it's not the end of the world, you know. There are still a lot of other, you know, all the cards you, you can still get, you know. You just have to look. These are not the, the last cards ever. <laughs> um, I, I personally, I forgot to say this, I personally wish uh, if there is a Sun and Moon art book, Please, please release uh, Sword and Shield art book. Sorry, and Sun and Moon for that matter. We did not also get one. Please include these in one big page. Uh, I want all special arts. I mean, I want I want them as one. Uh, you know, in an art book. I think it's weird why we don't still have an art book. But hey, we the, the, still the, the anniversary is not yet over. Um, I hope. I really hope they will uh, release one. The Illustrator magazine is the, 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 the first, you know, the best thing close we got to an art book. And already I can see some Sun and Moon special arts in there. If you don't have the magazine, I highly urge you to pick it up. Um, even if you don't read Japanese, I think that, you know, illustrators alone, you know, high quality paper uh, is amazing. I think the Garatina and Gajam special art is uh, in that uh, magazine, you know, without any border, without any text yep. and I really hope they will do with with EV heroes and for that matter all special arts uh, for sword and shield um, yeah I think that's it I, I don't know what, what else I have to say uh, but like you all three are all two are saying indeed this set there's so much variation and value in there you really almost really can't go wrong with this set I think again Dream League is the better set in terms of um no hits, you know, you you have, I think, three gold cards uh, and that's it. These are the worst cards. And if the, the worst card is, uh, you know, um, Vileplume uh, GX, it already has some amazing hand-drawn art. And here, indeed, yeah. it's, yeah, what, what I have to say, I think uh, the, the special arts, you know, they, they should have made them hyper rare instead, you know, uh, like Dream League did. Instead of this, because yeah, I think for variation it's nice, but yeah, it's just uh, the, the 3D CG indeed. They should have left it, yeah, uh, in, in Sun and Moon again. I, I really can't, I just it just annoys me almost. <laughs> I think they look, I, I think they do look better in Sword and Shield with all the glitter, yeah, but I still not am really fond of the of that that style. It was cool in Sun Moon Base set, you know, in the first year, you know, Umbreon, Espeon, Jax in the, in the Hyper Rare. But no, I'm, I just give me all special arts. And, you know, everyone wants special arts, but, you know, they have to make, you know, chase cards for the set. And I really hope um, they'll continue special arts in general, uh, f f continuing from, you know, year three with the Diamond of Pearl and uh, the remakes, you know. We will see what will happen, but I really hope they won't stop uh, that uh, special art because I think that's the, the the thing for modern cards, special arts. Don't stop them, you know, just we want all the hand-drawn artwork. Do not, you know, do not treat us uh, like that with the 3D uh, artwork because, that's, you know, even uh, during XY era, for example, um, um, there were 3D CG but they were, I think, more dynamic. 
they're not not really static you know if you yeah. if you know what i mean they had more dynamic to it you know more time probably to uh, you know for commissions to be uh, you know to be made i think ombreon from fates collide ombreon ex full art looks night and day literally night and day better than uh the we got uh, you know the ombreon v right now for example and the ombreon gx for example for that matter they they don't look as nice as the face collide Umbreon, yeah. for example, and even with Espion and all the ev- other evolutions, they don't look as nice. And uh, that was my uh, take on it. <laughs> yeah, uh, DJ Gigabyte, did you have any experience or know about what was going on with these uh, lottery announcements and what happened about the the lottery? Uh, so I didn't participate in any of the lotteries. Um, I just kind of saw it uh, secondhand through people on Instagram and Twitter who were going through it. Um, obviously, it's not an ideal situation. The ideal situation is have the stores open, let people go in. But I think the the lottery is the best of a, a bad bunch of options, basically. Um, it is de- it's definitely the most fair. Yep. Um, when you are selling online, we've ex- we experienced it so much in the U.S., uh, the bots coming in and buying up everything straight away. I guess that Japan maybe weren't as aware of it when they did the first wave, and that's why it ended up happening. But <clears throat> I'm sorry. I do think the the lottery is the best way to go about it from here on out. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, I think that's okay. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. I think we had this issue with um, in Japan, first come first serve really did hit us pretty hard, um, and there was a lot of sourness from Japanese people, especially, especially even huge PokeTubers in Japan who missed out, um, were really tweeting their frustrations out there. Yes, about how uh, disappointed they were. Which yes. and you know and you had, you know you want to. Um, the guy that you follow who's um the host of the main pokemon channel um oh god what's the guy's name again bonitashi bonitashi that's it he apologized profoundly even though he had nothing yeah bonitashi he had nothing directly to do with it but as a face of pokemon he you know he's apologizing on his twitter as well to people but i think the lottery is definitely the best way to do it as you've said dj gigabyte you know because everyone a fair chance everyone participates it's indiscriminatory about how many funds you've got, what your status is, who you are, randomly picks you and as a winner or a loser. Obviously, so many people applied this time. I'll be, I even got another lottery um, information today. So Funko Europe, for example, is now doing lotteries because they were hit by bots as well for their Emerald City Comic Con um, uh, Funko Pops a few months ago. And they've been keeping silent about how they're going to redo it because they cancelled the whole launch and they literally shut their server down and shut the website down in the middle of it all. And um, they just announced today that it's going to be a lottery as well. So they're going to send you an email. You have a window of period of time to apply for the lottery. When you win the lottery, you will then be emailed a special code, which on a given, specific given day, you need to go onto the Funko Europe website, log in, input your purchase code, and then be able to buy what, what you've requested. So it makes it a lot more difficult for the bots. I'm sure the programmers there will find a way around it. But um, it definitely puts things in a 
lot more even playing field. It's not about who's on the site at the right time and gets on there quickest and presses F5 quicker. Lottery gives everyone a fair chance, you know, whether you've got a good internet connection or whether you're awake or not yeah. at that particular time of day. So yeah, definitely the way to go, I think. Lotteries, they, they've done it in the past in Japan. I think Pokemon Center Japan will be doing it a lot going forward as well. Let's talk about Family Mart, Lawson and 7-Eleven stores in Japan, shall we? So the set launched midnight in Japan. Um, so here it was, I think, 3 p.m., 4 p.m. Thursday afternoon in the UK. Um and we started seeing some tweets coming out. People were going into their local convenience stores because they're open throughout the night. They get stock of trading cards in and they sell stock of trading card products. Uh, 7-Eleven is a partner of actually um, Pokemon Japan. They often do pr- promos, which are 7-Eleven exclusives. They did a box with, uh, I think, with a Cramorant eating a Pikachu with a Pikachu in its mouth? Was that a 7-Eleven promo in a box when you, you had to buy yeah. a box with a ticket to go and watch the Coco the movie, I think, and you got a special promo? I think that was 7-Eleven, or was that Lawson's? One of the two. Um, I, th- I think all the stores did it as well. Yeah. Um, which one is, again, you know, it need, it need to do exclusive to certain stores. Yeah. 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 So, you There's know, a lot of promos you can get which have the 7-Eleven logo on. Yeah. Like in the way that we have GameStop logos yeah. and stuff on them, you can get promos yeah. with 7-Eleven. So all three of them, though. Family Mart, Lawson's and 7-Eleven, have got their exclusive promos. Family Mart often gets the family promos, I think. Um, Lawson's gets very simple promos. Like we get, we had Sobble recently and a Water Energy with a Lawson's logo on it. So, um, But yeah, they were getting swamped today. The people going in constantly harassing their staff about EV Heroes products. A lot of them have now put signs up at their stores to say, We do not have any EV Heroes products. Um, please do not ask us about it. I mean, Zachariah, you've seen the tweets and you've you've seen the translations. What are, what are your thoughts on this? You know, um, yeah, I, I've heard some incidents happened. Yeah. Um, you know, literally incidents. There were, yeah, how do I say it? Some violence happened uh, in some cases even in those incidents. Um, I can understand why, you know, there's so much tension yeah. for this set, so much hype. A lot of people were almost, you know, raiding these kind of uh, stores. And, and, you know, if you work in retail, you know, you, you're standing eight hours on your feet every day. The last thing you want is uh, 500 people in a day asking about <laughs> EV heroes. You know, you, you will get crazy. That's, yeah. you know, that's how Rito is. And I, you know, even some Japanese people have their limits, you know. Um, and it, I think it was even trending on Twitter, you know, these uh, convenience store things, you know, the rating and uh, this and that. Um, I think for some stores there were even, uh, you know, uh, even... Not even not closed, but you had to line uh, up for uh, things or something like that. Yes. I'm not sure. I think OKJ okay, Love has um, covered much of that. You know, he uh, knows he's Japanese very well. You know, he's into kind of that stuff. But uh, yeah, I think uh, there are many uh, methods. Uh, you know, from stores to prevent you know uh, scalping because there is not many you know product out there. Uh, a lot of a lot of card shops, I think we need to uh, also, you know, let everyone know uh, a lot of card shops in Japan, you know, not even, you know, international shops, but in Japan, they, they got allocated hugely 
for example, someone um, or at, uh, I think, uh, 1,000 VMAX, uh, you know, special uh, uh, boxes. And someone, I think, uh, maybe got like 30, you know. Yeah. That's huge, you know. They have get to cancel all of these orders, uh, you know, all disappoint all of the customers, you know. And I think that's also an issue uh, with a lot of international card shops. Uh, and even in Japan, you know, I I ordered uh, within a, uh, you know, a, a reputable uh, Japanese card shop the same morning, you know, that the, uh, you know, the set was revealed, you know, in February, all of my orders got cancelled. And why is that? They took additional pre-orders after the first pre-orders were closed. Yeah. You know, that's asked for trouble. And yeah, that's that was exactly what happened. They got trouble, you know. <laughs> they, they had to cancel all everything, and uh, a lot of frustration is out there. Um, so yeah, people go to these stores. That's the best chance of getting product. And I can understand why some incidents happened uh, uh, in Japan. Uh, you know, a lot of you know this, this is not uh, an adults, also a kids and teens, uh, you know, a hobby. And I think a lot of teens are also very emotional, you know. Some of them can't control the emotions. So I can understand why some of these violence, you know, violent incidents happened. I think it's a shame, you know, it shouldn't be promoted. But that's how, it, you know, you can't. It's Eve Heroes, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, and what what else would need to discuss? I think that's all uh, for now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, for, an uh, interesting point you made there is about allocations. I personally, this is my this is my theory here, is that every store got what they normally get. Is my theory, but the demand was tenfold from what they normally have. Yeah. So I think um, it's quite clear because you see stores like Hard Rush and UUTA and a few other stores that I look at regularly. They had the same amount of product and stock as singles, so they obviously allocate those boxes for singles that they open, two, three, ten cases. They still had the same amount of stock. They still sold as much with the lotteries as well, a lot of them. So I think most stores got their normal allocation, but they got a bit greedy. Yeah. And when pre-orders opened, they're like, okay, I got tenfold demand for this. I'm going to put in a pre-order for tenfold of what I got. I know somebody that was talking about one of these YouTubers who does videos from Hong Kong. He ordered, he usually orders 20 cases, pre-order sells 10 of those cases and holds back 10. For Eevee Hero, he ordered 2,000 cases and pre-sold a thousand cases. Um, you know, it's it's crazy. The amount of extra stock that people were demanding from Pokemon and they weren't going to get because, and they pre-sold as well. So yeah. the tension was there, you know, the hype was there and you can see that spilling out. People know that convenience stores are going to get their normal allocation. Um, so at midnight, they're going to go to the local stores and people were, I saw tweets of people gloating um, I saw a tweet, somebody had had six VMAX special set boxes and about five booster boxes. And they were gloating and saying, oh, just your typical um, convenience store uh, walk around, basically gloating about the fact they went around to every single convenience store they could find at midnight within their vicinity and bought out all the stock, which then infuriates people even more, you know? Um, but I mean, DJ Gigabyte, yeah. you... you we know we see this Black Friday quite often. <laughs> People losing their emotions and their control, yeah. and uh, 
you know, it seems to be a similar thing we're seeing today yeah. in Japan. It's a Pokemon card Black Friday, shall we say. Yeah, so I actually work in a game store. That's my regular job. And so we've or we've already seen all of this happen yeah. with the US releases of cards. We've had to say to people, you know, we've had to put up notices, like, if you don't pre-order it, you're not getting it. You know, uh, and we've had people harassing our staff over wanting more stuff. So I think it is just... It's a natural progression at this point is if a set is selling out, stores are having to do this just to protect their staff yeah. because it is just getting crazy out there. People are really just going over the top and just not respecting people, just not behaving like rational adults. And then obviously over here, we saw that like places like Target completely stopped selling uh, Pokemon uh, places like Walmart and Maya, you have to go in at a certain time on a certain day and queue up at a desk. They don't put anything out anymore. Um, so I, I'm not surprised to see this happening in Japanese stores. Once we saw the initial wave sell out, it just seemed like this was inevitable. Yeah, absolutely. Seemed like a natural progression, didn't it? So interesting to see. We yeah. don't usually see this kind of behavior in Japan, but um, yeah, seeing this... Um, darker side shall we say of people's character um and obviously safety and um obviously having been a retail manager and worked in retail for many years myself the safety of the staff always comes first you know the people they they used to being abused um and being um blamed for product supply issues when it's not their fault. They're just a person that's in front of you who's trying to serve you and they get the brunt of it from the customer, which which is never fair. Okay, we're going to move on. Let's uh, talk about something that surprised us. So EV Heroes wasn't the only thing that got released today in Japan. Um, something that went under the radar for a lot of people. I knew this was coming at the same time. I put in for the lottery for this. I was trying at that time at 2 a.m. here in the UK to try and buy this as well when it was up in the uh, getting launched. It's the high class sets um, for Gengar VMAX deck and the Intellion VMAX deck. But um, what we didn't expect, and this really caught everyone off guard, was special arts to the VMAXs. And not only just special arts, Zachariah knows how important one of these VMAXs is to me. One is by Soso. And it's one of my favorite Pokemon as well, Gengar. Um, absolutely stunning artwork. Now, Zachariah, you've you've got a bit of information about, well, a guesstimate, shall we say, of how common these are. We've been getting mixed messages from people, haven't yeah. we? I mean, uh, some people are saying, it's, yeah, what, how, tell us what you think it is or what you, you've been told. Yeah, I've... I've um seen some Japanese marketplace, you know, some uh, listings, you know, some said it was one per case, which is, you know, I think could be, you know, what I did yesterday is I was researching how many boxes were in one case, you know, in one case, there is um, 16 decks total. They are uh, packaged in four boxes, you know, separated, uh, which is in each 16 again, 16. And, if that's one per case, that that's quite difficult to get. Um, but we don't know. You know, it, it could be one in ten, it could be one in twelve. We don't know, and I don't think we will uh, never know the, the you know the ratio. Uh, 
how yeah. these special arts will be, uh, you know, distributed. Um, they do seem more common than you know, uh, you know, than typical EV heroes uh, VMAX. So I think even Intellion is uh, you know six thousand yen, uh, you know, doubled in half within twenty four hours. I think the uh, the Gengar is ten thousand yen. So uh, maybe you know, as more product will come, and they will uh, uh, come more product, you know, because they are accepting pre-orders for August. August you know, now it was June, July. Japan. They sold out the June, July allocation, coming. but yeah, August. Yes. Yeah, more stock is coming. So I expect uh, this price at that moment to come down. But uh, yes, like like you just said, Tash, this this. Uh, Sorso and uh, which which the artist Kazuma Koda is just yeah what what just look at the images if you can no explanation needed but you know Sorso is very popular among collectors the last couple of years I think it needs no introduction if you don't know Sorso you know search uh, his uh, portfolio up you will. Um, I think very distinctive style as well. Very, um, I think it fits Gengar, uh, you know, very, uh, very well. Because yep. I think Sarso can, um, how do you say it? a little bit, uh, how do you say it in Dutch? Um, it's, it's difficult translating. But he has a distinctive style, like Disney um, kind of style, you know. Um, how do you say that? It's like a cartoony but, no, style, isn't it? But a pastel style. Yeah. Yeah, dreamy, dream, dream, uh, you know, it, yeah. a little dreamy, you know, yeah, mysterious, uh, you know, something like that. And I think that fits Gengar super well. Um, but yeah, again, this just uh, the last one we got um, was, I think, the, the Silver Dayaga from Legend, was it Legendary Treasures? No, um, uh, Phantom Ga- uh, Forces in English. Um, and uh, the last, the 2014. They will. Uh, they released Hyper Metal Chain Deck, uh, Dialga X, Age Slash DX, and uh, some say it was um, uh, one in ten boxes or one in six, but we don't know that uh, ratio. Uh, Four Star TCG uh, mentioned to me that he opened one case, uh, which is six decks per case, and he got one, and uh, his friends at the time opened also one case and did not get a Dialga. EX, you know, the silver one. Yep. So um, that's the last one we uh, had before. In the past, in 2019, we had the V-Star decks, you know, the, the very first one for Soul and Shield. There was uh, a rumor that, uh, you know, um, one in six um, boxes, you know, one per case, that included a full mirror foil, you know, reverse hollow uh, deck, you know, blinked out deck, which is also very cool, but we also don't know the official ratio and uh, you know how common these are, but th- I think that's yep. the last one, uh, the truly the last one that included something besides you know it's like like a god pack you know something like that, but less uh, you know uh, common, no, more common than than for example a real god pack from a high class set you know pack set. Um, it's very interesting. I, I like I said, it, it caught everyone of God. Some even uh, thought it was part of EV Heroes, which yeah. is not the case. <laughs> Again, this is included, and yeah. in, uh, you know you have a chance if you open it uh, inside of the deck, you can maybe get uh, you know Gengar and the Gengar deck, 
or Italian VMAX in the Italian VMAX, also not mixed. You either, you either, you, you get Gengar or Italian, you know, in the, in this specific deck. Yeah. I think that's it. <laughs> yeah. DJ Gigabyte, what do you think of this whole concept? What do so, you think of the cards and themselves? So the cards are really cool. The Gengar looks really cool, but I don't like the concept of how they're given out. The reason is because obviously we always look at everything from a collector's perspective, but we need to remember this is a game as well. And starter decks are always really good because they are products that will stay on shelves for quite a long time. I work in a store, packs go out straight away, but decks stay there for a while. Obviously, being like an English master set collector, I'll pick up one copy of each deck that comes out to get the exclusives. But something like this incentivizes collectors to go and buy all of the starter decks. And yeah. I just, I don't like it when that's happening because I, f- I feel like starter decks sh- are something that should be on shelves for, you know, a kid comes in, wants to learn to start playing or just wants some Pokemon cards. It's an easy thing for them to pick up. It's a good place to start. So I don't like there now being a reason for collectors to go and buy all of these off the shelves. I know obviously they're going to be available online because the collector's going to open them when they don't get the Gengar. Or even if they do get the Gengar, you know, they take the VMAX out, they sell the rest of the deck but not every kid knows about it. Their parents don't know about it. They, they were, To be able to get into the game, the best way for them to do it is to walk into a store and pick up a deck. Obviously, I don't know how much of that is the same in Japan as it is in the US, um, but over here, that is definitely the best way for them to get into the, the game. It's why it was really good when Battle Academy came out, that that was something that was always there for them to go yeah. and pick up. Um, so obviously, I, that, that's my main gripe with this, is just that it will leave less starter decks on shelves for kids to come in and start actually playing the game and have an easy in to get into the hobby. Yeah, I think these to decks... be fair. Um, yeah. Uh, Sorry, go yeah, ahead, Zachary. To be fair, um, this. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. No, to be fair, this is called a high class deck, and um, it's it's almost like a competitive ready deck. So it's not really it's not truly for starters, you know. Um, so a lot of people, and also this is a higher price point than uh, other, uh, you know, starter decks, and it shows, you know. And I think this is more indeed um, catered towards collectors and you know competitive players, uh, okay. both at once. I do think I agree with uh, uh, DJ Gigabyte. They should have been left out. They should have been in a high class pack set later, you know, in the year, yep. you know, as a last set, which should have been in, indeed the most. A sensible choice because indeed like uh, he said this should have been this should be available at all times you know for everyone even if that kid indeed wants to do competitive they, they have a competitive deck ready you know um coming back to the starter decks we will get the family pokemon card game uh i think was it uh, next month yeah yeah uh, no uh, july and i think they will heavily. They have also officially confirmed that on the sell sheet, they will uh, hold campaigns. You know to promote the V starter decks. You've already seen it. You know with the Japan Post. Uh, now the Gari Gari Kun. You know the ice cream lotteries. You know. Yeah. yeah the, 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 there will be stock out there for new. Uh, you know newcomers. Absolutely. I think um, if there was no family uh, Pokemon card game decks coming, you know, and only this deck. That would have been troublesome. Sorry, that would have been, uh, you know, indeed, I would agree with GZ Gigabyte. There would be a questionable choice, 
to include this, but I think there is room uh, for this product to include them. You know, uh, newcomers won't be, you know, uh, left out, you know, uh, with new uh, decks. Um, coming back to that, indeed, high-class spec uh, material, I think it's really cool. But again, high-class spec material. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like you're saying... more of an English collector, I didn't realize the... Uh... Sorry. Yeah, just just to sort of highlight what Zachariah and both of both of you guys have said. This these are high class decks. So, for those viewers and listeners who aren't uh, familiar with Japanese and English comparisons, this is probably comparable to the League Battle decks that we get. For example, the Zashian League Battle deck. So, more for an advanced player um, to give them a tournament ready deck that you can go to your Pokemon League and just play this deck competitively with without having to tweak it too much. Uh, you can make a few changes to it. But it's meant to be a super competitive deck, um, which is why, you know, this is aimed as a premium product. It's called high class in that sense. And it does um, give the premium price as well, because um, I think they were like 30, it works out $30 per box if you bought them separately. And the bigger yes. one was about $65 um, with the two promo cards. So it, it's it's a premium product um, aimed at more um, let's just say skilled players who've been playing for a little while. So, like, uh, like at the moment, I think the family starter deck that you're talking about, Zachariah, is um, building on the um, Pokemon Academy we had. Um, was it Pokemon Academy? The 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 yes board uh, game no, uh, type type style, yes, um, yes. which replaced yes. the sort of tr- trainer's toolkit we used to have. I think the last one we had was. Um, the Nine Tails, the Alolan Nine Tails, and the trainer kits. Yeah, the trainer kits. So those are sort of more designed for that. On the artwork of these, I don't know if you guys noticed, but somebody mentioned this. I can't remember who it was, but look at the Gengar. Uh, look at the um, what's being sucked in. It looks like what grows on Vmax Snorlax Vmax's stomach. I don't know if you guys remember the Snorlax Vmax card where it had a scenery on its stomach with the trees and the road and the grass and the greenery. Mm, so, yeah. and forest. Yeah, yes. it looks yeah. a lot like that is Snorlax's stomach, um, which is quite an interesting concept, actually, that somebody <laughs> mentioned. Um, it's it's curved slightly um, and it gives that appearance. Also, I don't know if you notice, un, in between the energy symbols for their tax there, you've got a, like a pear. And Zachariah, you might have seen that on a Komaya artwork with a Snorlax and an Eevee in the past. On the Snorlax and Eevee yes, tag team, yes, Komaya think... artwork, that pear, um, that fruit that they're sharing. Um, so yeah, looking at the artwork, there's some sort of telltale signs in there that maybe Snorlax is involved in this somehow. But that's just a theory. We don't know, you know. But it's quite an interesting concept. Again, you can come up with whatever stories you want when you look at this artwork. Yeah. But uh, potentially, that could be Snorlax VMAX's uh, stomach that is sucking in. <laughs> looking at it as well, I did just notice um, the way his open mouth and tonsils are, he actually has a dark symbol yes. in his mouth. Yes. That's actually really cool. That's been highlighted as well. Yeah. It's awesome how that's been done. I didn't realize so, that yeah. until I just, just zoomed in on it now, but that is really cool too. <laughs> Loads of little Easter eggs in, the, in these artworks. And, you know, and I think um, yeah. the Inteleon will really appeal to those who like their first-person shooters, your Call of Duty guys out there who, you know, might like seeing a sniper yeah. on top of a tower there. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Um, a really interesting artwork on both these cards. I yeah, think. like we were saying. Uh... Yeah, so like we were saying, when you're putting, you know, the background and stuff in more than just the Pokemon, you can find places to put these cool Easter eggs and stuff into the artwork. Yeah, definitely, definitely so. So some great cards. Um, very surprised how they're being distributed. And again, you know, it's going to drive sales of already premium products even higher for those people who are chasing these now. So that'll be very interesting to see. Okay, let's uh, move on to something English now, shall we? Um, Sword and Shield, we've got a new set logo revealed for Evolving Skies. This is an interesting one. Zachariah, do you want to talk about this? This was sort of... um, came out on the 18th of May, which is what, last week? A couple of, about 10 days ago now? Yes. Yes. Um, I'll keep it short because we don't know much. Uh, there's a release date. There is a set logo. Uh, there's a pre-release date. <laughs> uh, we have um, information based on Japanese expansions. And that's all the facts we have currently right now. Uh, everything besides that is unconfirmed. Yep. Uh, that, that, that's just speculation. Uh, my speculation is indeed evolving skies. You know, evolving stands for you know the evolutions. You know, from EV heroes and skies. You know, it's it's a not too wrong skies. You know, it requires a VMAX and Duradon VMAX. You know, the skyscraper Gigantamax yep. from Duradon. And in Japan, it's called skyscraping perfect and uh, uh, blue sky stream. So that's that. You know plain simple but um, not confirmed uh, that it indeed will feature EV heroes I think it's just very uh, likely that they will include and not not all rarities maybe because these sets will be gigantic again I won't uh, won't be surprised if they would cut out some uh, special arts or whatever for products or uh, even future sets you know 25th anniversary set maybe I I don't know but uh, yeah um I think they will include all of the evolutions, you know, in terms of playability, because they can't, you know, I think for three, four months between the next set, I think that's too much, you know, for competitive uh, players. Um, but yeah, I think um, not much to add here. Um, very cool, very hard set. <laughs> what, what was your first thoughts, DJ Gigabyte, when you saw this logo? You know, did it did it sort of tell you something, give you some sort of hint as to where this set's going? Well, everyone was obviously comparing it to Roaring Skies, uh, the Rayquaza heavy set. And I think, yeah, like Zach said, the um, evolving really throws uh, Eevee at you and the evolutions. I I also think they are probably going to keep all of the Eevee stuff, but I could see them just putting everything into the set. It's it's not out of the realms of possibility that we're just going to have a giant English set. And if you look at, I think Cosmic Eclipse was the the really big one. Yeah, that's cool. Um, from the, at the end of the Sun and Moon era, they just put everything into that. You know, there, yes. there was a lot of stuff that they could have cut and kept for other products, but they just threw in everything. I think it, it's definitely not out of the realms of possibility that that we just have a set with 50 secret rares or something. Yeah, I mean, just having don't, having don't someone... Yeah, absolutely. It's just, um, 
I've got a couple of opinions on this. One, yeah, Evolving Skies, my personal opinion, definitely I think the evolving is in regards to the EVs, evolutions and skies refers to uh, skyscraping perfect and blue sky stream. Having collected and opened Japanese sets for three, four years now, the set release patterns are very much similar. Um, and it is usually the three sets that make up an English set. Now, I think it is going to be EV Heroes, Skyscraping Perfect and Blue Sky Stream that make this set up if normal patterns are followed. I wouldn't see them holding back EV Heroes for a 25th anniversary set because they're going to have a 25th anniversary set in Japan as well. So I don't see them cutting EV Heroes, making a 25th anniversary set exclusively outside of Japan. I think Japan's going to get a 25th anniversary set as well as everybody else. As far as all the special arts are concerned, I have a feeling, and we've seen this before, Reshizard special art, Garchomp Garatina special art, you know, Snorlax and Eevee special art, where did they end up? They ended up in these Tag Team GX tins. We also had a Generations box, which featured Charizard and Blaziken special art. And I think there was a few others, and it came with a playmat. You know, so I'm thinking, oh, maybe there's, they're going to do an evolution yeah, every every year. They bring out a playmat box, you know, a premium quality product, usually about ninety dollars, eighty ninety dollars. Comes with a playmat, comes with some really great um, special arts or promos, and about seven to ten packs. I'm thinking some of these special arts might be pulled and put into a box like that. You know, now if you think about it, how many VMAX special arts have we got? There's five. Right, because they've cut the uh, Kanto evolutions out of the set because those are promos in Japan, so they didn't get special arts. Maybe that number of five, the VMAXs, could be an evolutions VMAX special premium collection box with a playmat. I don't know. That's my speculation going on here. I think they will cut some of the cards, the special arts. Definitely. Either tins, either collection boxes, or a special like annual um, playmat box one way or another. So I don't think we'll see all of these special arts um, in this set. But uh, well, but then again, they've uh, broken the mould so many times, like, for example, with the Charizard Full Arts and the Charizard Rainbow VMAX um, that we never expected to see in English based on historically what happens with Japanese cards, and we did. We saw them thrown into a set. So, you know, um, they're breaking the mould with everything in Sword and Shield, I think. So... Uh, it's very unpredictable, so we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, interesting. The logo looks fairly dynamic, quite bright, and very reminiscent, as you guys said, of Roaring Skies. You know, first thing you think of when you see that logo is Roaring Skies. Okay, we're going to talk about now um, the May merchandise. Sakuraya, do you want to talk about this? You like the old merchandise from the Pokemon Center in Japan and Japanese merchandise? <laughs> Yeah, um, we got some surprises today. Um, there were some unannounced uh, merchandise uh, products um, released on Pokemon Center Japan in stores as well. But um, it was uh, it's called the Eevee Collection. Um, it has uh, it has artwork of all evolutions on there, and very nice artwork. Uh, you know, deck sleeves, uh, a, a flip deck box. You know, with strong magnets. Uh, it's a side loading deck box. It's very nice. You have to look it up yep. on pokerguy.com. Uh, and also deck sleeves. 
Um, all of them sold out uh, within the same morning. And also very much nice playmat, by the way, um, with the same artwork. Uh, all of them sold out uh, in the same uh, day, you know. And they are accepting pre-orders right now for Japan. Uh, sorry, uh, no, uh, pre-orders for September uh, right. for Pokemon Central yeah. Online Japan. I, I think, um, yeah, it's very cool. Also, the, um, there's a uh, storage binder of EV Heroes pack uh, artwork, which is also very popular, and I can understand why it also sold out. Uh, I think it even includes nine uh, pages, you know, to store yep. your uh, cards in. There's very nice, um, very nice, uh, you know, there's a flap on top of the cards to protect your cards. I think uh, that's very nice. Um, also, uh, we have... Um, Let me show you. <laughs> This is this is one of the earlier ones that they did in Sword and Shield. <laughs> yes, <laughs> from the Japanese Pokemon Center. Um, yes. So essentially, yes, there's some Sobble cards in here because my son likes Sobble. Um, but yeah, it's a very nice binder. You do get um, these are um, independent clips in here. D size. You've got energies printed on here as well, and they do have a tab on the top which folds on top of the card. So your cards do not fall out when you hold it upside down. So really, really premium quality um, pages and folders, really high quality design for these Japanese Pokemon Center folders. So yeah, that this is going to be exactly the same with the CV folder as well. Yeah, and also other merchandise, you know, deck sleeves of uh, Rotom Phone. It's there, you know, which is also uh, very cool. Also, uh, Dexties of Gigantamax Gengar. And that one is more interesting because it has been illustrated by James Turner. And uh, some people may know him, some uh, may not. He's been uh, um, our director for Game Freak for at least, I think, five years or something like that already. Yeah, easily. So he, he's the white. designer. He created Poipal, which is my favorite Pokemon. Yeah. So I know, and he's a UK yes. designer who who works for Game Freak, as you say, and he's yeah. he is the father of a lot of Pokemon. Um, he actually came up with their individual designs yes. and concepts. So yeah, I agree. And I think it's very interesting because it's almost similar to like, hey, Ken Sugimori did uh, something, you know, illustrated. It's something in that line. Um, I hope we can see more of uh, James Turner's work because it looks very cool. He has a uh, distinctive style. Uh, I recognized instantly because, you know, he has a lot of uh, fan artwork, you know, of his yeah. Twitter, on his Twitter account. Also, we have Gigantamax uh, deck sleeves and deck box. And these are all generic, you know, yeah, not generic, but these are all supply you can order right now. I think this looks cool. Uh, but also some very interesting stuff besides the you know the regular merchandise. Two lottery products uh, this uh, month. One is the well, this one is a little bit difficult to explain. But then EV Heroes in each pack you will get a uh, puzzle card. It's called a Nazotoki in uh, you know in Japanese. And um, in each pack you know there's like ten riddles uh, total or something like that. Um, and they will hold, uh, give out 100 uh, special Nasatoki Pokemon card game EV flip deck boxes as part of the that campaign. And uh, you can submit, uh, I think, on the Twitter uh, special site or something like that. You can submit, uh, hey, I have completed all of these puzzles. 
and uh, you can submit your uh, you know your entry and maybe if you're lucky uh, between uh, you know May 28th uh, until June 17 you know you can enter maybe if you're lucky you can you can win one of these 100 only you know uh, exclusive EV uh, flip deck boxes which is very cool I expect this will be very expensive because there's not a lot of uh, you know of these products yeah. around um, besides that uh, we have uh, sleeves not not to match but something completely different uh, these are called the Dragon King tournament 2020 original deck sleeves and what these feature these feature Eternatus uh, artwork in its original form and um, this this deck sleeve should have been uh, given away last year but you know uh, the pandemic happened and also 100 of these are going to be given away in a lottery tomorrow uh, uh, in Japan they will live stream that Dragon King tournament and between that uh, live stream you can uh, tweet out you know a hashtag um, you know of the Dragon Lottery and on that live stream uh, you will have another hashtag that will be announced on live stream what you have to say in order to uh, apply for the lottery and then if you're lucky you know you can win and I think that's very cool uh, I think they should have they should uh, do that more often yep uh, but hey it's there I think it's very cool if you haven't you know if you do not uh, have seen the images already I urge you to look at them uh, so maybe you can have, you know, I, I I don't know if you can submit yourself if you are not a Japanese resident, but you can always try with uh, the proxy services around. Yeah, and that sleeve, the Eternatus sleeve, looks amazing. It's it's done in a traditional Japanese calligraphy style. The tournament itself is being held in Tokyo in an auditorium with a very traditional Japanese, um, a traditional style stage. Uh, looks absolutely stunning. The venue where they're going to be holding this, it's in a um, it's in a major theatre arena. Um, but yeah, I love the artwork on the Eternatus and that Eevee deck box is going to be um, worth quite a bit. It looks like it's a stitched, nicely stitched leather box. Beautiful um, artwork of Eevee. It just contrasts really nicely of the dark royal blue um, sort of leather. I don't know if it's fake faux leather or real leather, but looks really impressive reminiscent Maybe. a bit of the deck box that we got in the battle style um sorry battle tournament box that came with the alolan friends promo that you've got zachariah the black um yes yes it looks very similar in style to that. battle kit that's right yeah yeah so very nice yes. um dj gigabyte having had a look at some of these this merchandise any thoughts Oh, it's all so good. It's really, really good merch. I'm not surprised it all sold out. I mean, these the Eevee playmat and the sleeves are just incredible. Um, yeah, there, there is not a bad piece of merch here. They've really done well. I ha- I haven't uh, showed my wife the uh, the promo deck box with the lottery yet, but I imagine she's going to freak out when she sees it and then... <laughs> There, there will be tears when she finds out there's only a hundred of them being released, <laughs> but it, it's it's an item that just by looking at it, it deserves to be some sort of exclusive lottery prize. Like yeah. that, that is too good of an item to to just be sold with regular stuff. That is such a high quality, like you say, nice artwork on the front, absolutely incredible. Um, 
I didn't know until you mentioned it that James Turner did the uh, the Gengar. That's really cool. Um, I always like James Turner's stuff, knowing that he's a guy from the UK who, you know, got in game where he designed a lot of the Pokemon. And I believe he was the first uh, non-Japanese person to have artwork on a Japanese card. Because I know some some English cards, Wizards of the Coast had um, Americans do artwork some English exclusive artwork, but I believe James Turner was the first per- person to actually get his on a Japanese card in a set, which was also really cool. Um, and the, he's done great on the Gengar there as well. Um, the binder looks amazing. It's just, I'm pro- we're probably going to have to order some of this for September. It's just, it's, it's very nice stuff. It's really, really good. Absolutely. So um, most of this stuff, as we say, um, the... EV Heroes, um, a lot of this released today, as we said. So all the Gengar stuff, the EV Heroes folder was released today, the Rotom sleeves, as well as the other EV products. But a lot of them are now sold out and pre-orders are in for later this year. And we've got those two products, which are obviously lottery exclusives as well. So some great merch. So overall, guys, I mean, what a week it's been. I mean, <laughs> Zachariah... Um, you want to talk about anything else uh, you know summarizing what's been happening yeah the i think this release uh, similar to gx ultra shiny uh, will be remembered very well gx ultra shiny back in 2018 was it yep if if there was no corona out there i am almost certain of it that the Pokemon Sensors would be stuffed similar to the GX Ultra Shiny release. I'm I'm just certain of that. Yep. But indeed, you know, Japan right now is not doing very well with, uh, you know, the, the pandemic. Still <laughs> had a lot of, uh, you know, um, uh, customers visiting stores. So uh, could you only imagine if the set was released uh, two years ago? Um, again, if the, I, I, I don't... I don't need all of the cards, but I truly hope this year they will release an art book again with all of the, the artwork of the special arts in there to you know, just have it in a nice high quality image that just, I, I, I personally like the artwork more than the cards. Would be very nice to me uh, if that, uh, you know, the best gift for me indeed is the art book uh, along with a nice promo, hopefully. Um, but we'll see what will happen. 25th anniversary, indeed. Later in the in the summer, we will know uh, what the 25th anniversary will be. Um, I, I'm, yeah, I'm just thinking of will, will this set be for for a regular set? I think this is the, one of the best set in years for just a regular set. Um, yeah, I, I have not much to add really. It's just. It's it is it's his own thing now, EV Heroes. <laughs> and I think this is this set will always be better than Evolving Skies because you know what to expect in EV Heroes. It literally says EV Heroes, you know, EV Illusion th- themed. Nothing, you know, mixed in with uh, you know Requazas VMX, you no, know, just evolutions in, in one set. And uh, that's you know, that al- that alone is just making that set so good. Just like Dream League, a lot of people like Cosmic Eclipse, you know. But since it's mixed in with Alter, uh, you know, Alter Genesis, um, it's not as good as Dream League on its own. 
Yeah. You know, so that's my uh, take on it. And I think that's what I will end with. E-Heroes. <laughs> DJ Gigabyte, before you oh, give us your been, summary, let's uh, talk about yourself. <laughs> and can you give us a bit of information about where our listeners and viewers can see you and your YouTube channel and what else you do uh, as part of the community in Pokemon as well? And then just give us your outro as well at the end of that. Also, my YouTube channel is DJ Gigabyte. You can find me there. Um, I also write articles on Ludkin's Media. Um, you can find me just on Twitter, Instagram, anything. If you search DJ Gigabyte, it's almost certainly me. Um, if you come across a website where you are listening to Albanian house music, that is the one <laughs> DJ Gigabyte that is not me. That's another guy. Um, I'm always down to talk about Pokemon with people, so if any anyone has any questions, I'm... You can always just drop me a message on Instagram or whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say, say about me, really. I, I really recommend his uh, content. Why? Um, I think DJ Gigabyte is one of the collectors that um, dive into obscure stuff within the hobby. You know, not the overly hyped things, but the more obscure. You know, if you really want uh, information, unique information most of the time, I think DJ Gigabyte is your, uh, your, your guy to go. <laughs> yeah i like to try and uh shine a spotlight in some other places i i always like stuff that has a more interesting story to it so Excellent. try i try and make videos and stuff around those so so any um sort of outgoing thoughts on um what we've been talking about today what, what is what's your summary from from the whole podcast today It's well, it's just been a crazy week. I mean, there's just been so much happening. Uh, you know, I was up all night the other night just refreshing every 30 seconds to look at those cool special arts being revealed. Um, you know, the, I think that is just the summary. It, it has been a crazy week. You Most weeks in Pokemon, you're not going to see this much stuff coming at once, I think. But it, it's all been good stuff. Yeah, It's definitely all been good stuff there. It's absolutely incredible awesome yeah i mean like you say it has been a crazy i started this week on monday tweeting happy ev heroes week everyone and i did a quick bullet point of what's happening each day and um little did i know at that point how manic this week was going to be and how crazy it was going to be but you know it's um like you say like i said earlier on i think there's going to be a vintage set it's going to be a set that's going to be remembered for a long time people are going to look back at this set thing wow what a, what an awesome set ev heroes was the EV fans around the world have gone crazy for this. I don't think I've ever, this is unprecedented. You know, we've had such amazing, we've had high class sets in the past. And I know Shiny Star V got a lot of attention outside of Japan. People bought boxes, introduced themselves to Japanese Pokemon for the first time. Maybe that's where the hype for EV Heroes came from. But EV Heroes, I have never seen so much interest in a Japanese product launch by the mainstream media outside of Japan. Um, um, that that looks at Pokemon and it's it's positive for um, people like me and your Zachariah and yourself, DJ Gigabyte, who look at Japan. Japan, we look at products when they come out, we look at sets when they come out, and they're always a preview. You know, it's like a pre-release when you go to a pre-release and you get to open those cards and see them two weeks before everyone else, and you're like, yeah, I've got that card, I've managed to pull that, amazing. No one else has got this card. The feeling you have at a pre-release. 
that's how Japanese collectors feel. Look, I've got this card three months before it's out in English. And look, it doesn't have a yellow border. It looks awesome. (laughs) So, um, you know, that's the feeling. So I think it's nice more people are getting into Japanese Pokemon. What we need now is um, Pokemon Japan to ramp up production. They're really stretched. They're producing cards for all the Asian markets at the moment in the Philippines, um, Thailand, um, Hong Kong, Indonesia, you know, um, their production facilities are at full capacity and they just can't keep up with local demand in Japan now as well. I think they've spread themselves too thin. Uh, I didn't think they were realizing growth was going to be so strong in its uh, Asian markets as well as in Japan. As soon as they can get their production levels up um, and start meeting demand, there's going to be, you know, it's going to be nicer to be in this hobby again where you can just go and purchase boxes as and when you need them readily available. Um, But yeah, like I said, I've got a couple of boxes coming Tuesday. Um, They're with DHL, they're flying over from Asia as we speak. So I will have a video up on Tuesday where we're going to open the VMAX special sets, the Evolution ones. Uh, So we'll open 16 packs, a couple of those VMAX packs over at um, youtube.com forward slash Pokitaj. I'm also doing a Twitter stream. Twitch, sorry, should be my affiliation stream. I've only started Twitch recently. So Monday night, I should hit my numbers to get affiliate. um, And I'll be uh, doing some Magic the Gathering opening. And I'm going to have my SoSo collection folder out. So we're talking about SoSo quite a bit today with the (laughs) Espeon and the Gengar uh, special art. But I've got every other so-so card in a master set and a folder with some overflow so we'll be looking at that as well so um yeah i've enjoyed this podcast as usual it's been amazing being able to do this on video huge massive thank you to you dj gigabyte for joining us on this our first video podcast it's been a pleasure having you here your insight your knowledge has brought so much to the podcast for us today so thank you very much for joining us um it's a goodbye from me zachariah over to you (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye, everyone. And DJ Gigabyte. Goodbye. Thanks for having me here. I'll come back anytime you want me. Excellent. Have a great time, everyone. All the best. And we'll see you on the next podcast.